Hello. Hello. friends. Welcome to the Fiber Coven podcast. We've survived another week and we're here to talk about yarn stuff. And witch stuff. Indeed. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I am Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Did we have any news this week, dear Emily? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's been a pretty calm week for for me at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we don't have any news. Did you finish anything? I did finish something. You did finish something. It's a really big item. <gasps> it's huge and colorful. It's the and largest it's- item I've ever knit. Hooray! It. It's, it's your cozy list. memories blanket. It is. Yes, this pattern is by Kemper Ray of uh, Junk Yarn. Mm-hmm. And it's a free pattern. And it just gives you really specific ways to pick up mitered squares so that you don't have to do any seaming on a mitered square scrap blanket. Uh, I just love all your perfect little squares. They're so colorful. It's nice to see your, your color aesthetic in one blanket. It's fun, right? There is a definite like kind of a tonal shift from the bottom of the blanket. I feel like this Mm -hmm. is the bottom. And mm-hmm. there's a lot more projects for other people in here. There's a lot more gift knitting mm-hmm. that is in here, uh, which is why it's darker. And then, Yeah, and lots of solids and semi-solids mm-hmm. I'm seeing. And then you kind of get up here is where I, like, have started designing and, um, like, mm-hmm. screw other people. And there's lots of, like, peppering on. <laughs> more variegated stuff, too. More self-striping. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, I started this in 2017. Wow. And it's huge. I, I have to really back up to show it. Mm-hmm. So, Do you know how many squares by how many squares it is? I don't know how tall it is, but it is 13 squares wide. But I could count mm-hmm. it, I suppose. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. We can count. We can. So 13 by 18 squares and each square is what? Two, three inches? Yeah, yeah. About three inches, Mm -hmm. I think. And it's garter. So it's going to like stretch over time, I think. I didn't Mm -hmm. block it because it's a huge blanket and I don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you going to do a border? No, it's done. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It I don't need one. It doesn't need one. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am not Did bothered. Did you cry weaving in the last couple rows of ends? Uh, I was very happy about it. <laughs> uh, and then I like kind of danced around with it for a bit and was like, look, Chad, I'm done with this. And he was so- like, it's very nice. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So all of the yarns are different. There is mm-hmm. no repeated squares. So that's kind of fun mm-hmm. and nice. festive. And yeah, I'm very excited. It's very cold here right now. We're, we're having an mm-hmm. ice storm. So never fun. all of the trees are really pretty, but also you like can't go outside because the sidewalks and the roads are just like ice mm-hmm. because they don't really salt as much here. Right. Right. Seems yes. like a good time to be curled up under your brand new blanket. This is my first wool blanket I've ever owned. Nice. I have a couple. Well, yeah. yeah. There's some crocheted ones. Yes. So yeah, I'm very excited to be done with this. Um, maybe I'll make another, I really liked working on it. So maybe I'll make a different mitered square blanket in the future, 
But mm-hmm. for right now, I had actually like really depleted my stash of leftovers uh, mm-hmm. and was like really having to I didn't have many to pick from at the end because they're all already in the blanket. But mm-hmm. you can see back there, I have some mini balls and I am using all of the really small balls and making a magic ball right now. Ooh, what are you going to do with your magic ball? So I have a crochet scrap blanket that has been re- really ignored for a while. Um, it's mm-hmm. pretty big. I don't know if I've ever shown it on the podcast. I'll grab it. I reorganized my RASCOG, so it's actually mm-hmm. full of all of the projects. My RASCOG is full of my husband's things. <laughs> I, it, I, The idea of the RASCOG is to be full of the projects and be able to wheel it around the house as I wish, but it was full of other stuff. But now it's full of all the projects and I can wheel it around the house. So this okay. is how big the crochet Ooh. blanket is. It is a, it's, it's like a tube. Oh, it's such a big tube. Yeah, so I think I like cast on a random number and like guesstimated with the size of our bed that it was about king size. And mm-hmm. I think it's probably a little bit bigger than king size. So it's like massive, massive. Good. Um, and it's I wanted it to be that way. Um, mm-hmm. But my rule for this is you can kind of see I don't like to do more than two. It's a granny stripe, by the way. I haven't said mm-hmm. that. I don't like to do more than two rows of the mm-hmm. same color to keep it like wild. Mm-hmm. Uh so all of those little balls, I'm winding into a magic ball because I had been just like collecting the little bit ones. So then I can just mm-hmm. crochet from them. I know that they're not going to be more than two stripes mm-hmm. uh, and not have to tie knots every so often. I'll just have a nice big ball to work from, from for a while. Nice. So that'll be nice. Are you going to use the magic knot join? That is what I am doing. I'm actually going to, this is going to be my blog post next week on Fiber Coven. Uh mm-hmm on the patreon i tried doing the russian join and Mm -hmm. i'm not a huge fan um Mm -hmm. so i'm going to talk about that a little bit but yeah i mostly do the magic knot join it's perfect for crochet it's not something i would do for knitting but it's perfect for the granny stripe Mm -hmm. so now i just have these little blanket babies to cuddle yeah there's a cat cat. (laughs) she was uh pawing at this crochet hook nice as one does yes yes does your kidder have a partial tail she just has a really short tail and we don't we don't know why she came that way she's perfect and unique she's got a little stub tail Mm -hmm. yeah are you working on emily Mm -hmm. talks about blankets for forever we love it i love blankets it makes me want to work on mine i'm strongly considering keeping a full-size skein of all of the moon club colorways so that I can do a blanket square and your shawl and probably some of my other blanket and of course the pouches but I don't I don't think I'm gonna have time to work on those until somebody leaves for the season (laughs) (laughs) but I'm very much looking forward to putting in some serious blanket time yeah have you been working on anything cool uh, I've done a couple things. I did work a little bit on my sock. I'll show it briefly. Um, I had I had many meetings. Tuesday is my day of many meetings, so that means the sock gets knit. Ooh, you've got a heel and everything. Yep. And a gusset, yeah. and you're on to the foot. I'm on to the foot. So that's very nice. How that is going? Just a plain vanilla sock. And then I also did this swatch that I can actually show for once because oh, it's just yes. for me. 
It's so fuzzy. It's just like a little cuff at the moment with some self-striping and something fuzzy. Yeah. So this is uh, self-striping yarn by Nomadic Yarns that is from the fandom that must not be named. And I don't know what if it's a colorway or if it has a new name, but I wanted my legs were cold the other day and I decided that I need leg warmers. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about leg warmers and I was thinking about what yarn I have. And then I thought about the Yuri on Ice yarn and I thought about how leg warmers are perfect for ice skating. And I was like, well, now I really want Yuri on Ice leg warmers, but I want warmer than fingering weight leg warmers. It would mm-hmm. be cool if I could hold mohair together with the fingering weight. So I wanted to do a swatch to make sure that the stripes mm-hmm. weren't too interrupted by ho- holding the mohair. And I think I it think turned it out really cool. Really good. I love it. Uh, we were texting about this earlier. I'm super stoked on this idea and I want to try definitely doing something held double, but since mohair makes me sneeze, uh, using some Surrey alpaca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to do mohair because I think that it is more see-through than the mm-hmm. Surrey um, for like the best pictures of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But mohair also sense. doesn't make me sneeze. Yeah. I love it. It's such a fun swatch. I'm looking forward to doing or like seeing how that one develops. I know. I really want to work on it now, but I don't have the mohair yet. I need to pick up the mohair. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I'm a solid color that like goes with the Uriana self striping. Um, mm-hmm. The one that I used in this swatch is one from Hawaii Bazaar that was leftovers from my glitter and floof cowl. And it mm-hmm. was a speckled. And mm-hmm. I think that the speckles don't obscure it too much, but there are definitely like some spots where you can see mm-hmm. it just well, like speckles, muddies the stripes a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think it'll be, it just, it just blurs everything. It's really cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really warm and fuzzy and fun to work on. I haven't totally decided the patterning. I want it to be pretty simple. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to do any cables with the mohair because death. But I don't know if I want it to be fully ribbed or like partially ribbed or what I'm going to do. I am going to release the pattern, but if it's really simple, it'll probably just be like a cheap $2 pattern. So, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. It'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. It's very soft. Yeah, I can imagine. The only thing I've been working on this week is my cat sandwich fiber socks. I have been very busy dying and that has left not too much time for for knitting, but I'm working on the heel of my second sock and it doesn't look like a heel yet because it's a flagal heel. <laughs> but I did I have the second sock cast on last week? Maybe. I don't think so. I mm. think we just well, talked I- about the heel last week. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, I did get some some sock work done. So it's a delightful micro striping yarn and just the standard superwash merino nylon base. And it's got really dark blues and light light blues and neon speckles and it makes me happy and the flegal heel is really neat and I am well into the heel of my second sock they're wonderful yes you make me happy and that's about all I've had the energy to work on this week I've worked a little bit on my big old afghan but actually I stalled out on that because I am waiting for more yarn to come in fair enough these things happen you have Uh more things to show me I do. I did get um, through 12 squares of the waxing moon shawl. 
Ooh, so it's officially halfway done. Look at that thing. Wedges, not squares. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's so it's officially halfway gorgeous. done. I'm on the 13th right now. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so cool. I can't wait to see this giant thing be a circle. Yes, I'm very excited. People uh, seem to be really into it from the, my Instagram post of holding up the halfway. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cece's Wool actually is sending me some yarn to do a mini skein project in her inaugural colors. So that's fun. Nice. It's so pretty. But yeah, I really like this. It's massive. I'm excited. It's going to be mm-hmm. a real schlanket kind of situation, this it. big circle one. Uh, but yeah, it's just this one is kind of nice now because I'm not like I was a little bit like pushing to get to the 12 point just to like prove mm-hmm. that it was a half circle uh, mm-hmm. and uh, to like show it off and stuff. But now I don't really have any like deadlines on it. So it's just kind of like relaxing project and it's just garter stitch. So it's really easy to work on to just chill. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's probably going to fill the scrap blankets hole in my heart. Nice. That's awesome. Sweet. Are we ready to talk about acquisitions? Yes. Did you get anything? The only thing I have gotten is a bidet attachment for my toilet. Hooray. Yes. It's very nice. <laughs> I would recommend it. <laughs> Excellent. And what brand is it? It is Hello Tushy. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Consider saving paper waste and getting a bidet. I have been lobbying for trying that in our household for a while. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. so far. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that one seems like I hear ads for that company all the time on podcasts. Yeah. So. They advertise really heavily on podcasts. So that's why we got that one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that if you're interested in getting one yourself, you could Google some uh, coupon codes as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. The only thing I got this week is I had ordered some fake uh, face jewelry. And you can see I'm wearing one. I have a fake little nose ring in right now. Oh, it's, it's cute. Good. I couldn't see the little gem before. Yeah, it's a little bitty opal. It makes me feel cute and edgy, but um, I got it from this Etsy shop, which is My Hoop Jewelry, and they sell real jewelry and faux jewelry, but I got a little like side nose ring and a little fake lip ring too, and I'm definitely going to use them to look cool in my Instagram pictures and look like I'm somebody who has face piercings, which I'm strongly considering now. I think this was a good tester. It's a good trial run. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good idea run. to try out a piercing or a tattoo like that, especially if you're if it's your first tattoo. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you have tattoos, then you don't care anymore, and you're just like, "Give me all the tattoos; it's fine." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I kind of like it, and I definitely like the way the fake lip ring looks. I'm, that's the one I'm most considering. But maybe I will save that for when the pandemic's over. I know lots of piercing and tattoo shops are very clean and sanitary. It's just something that I don't think needs to get done anytime soon. Yeah, I did. I have gotten a tattoo during the Mm -hmm. pandemic. You can wear a mask while getting a tattoo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think about that. Uh, Yeah. You you have to wear a mask when you get a tattoo currently, but yeah, it was super, I was like, the only person in there with my tattoo artist the whole time and Mm -hmm. he was telling me that they get tested like every two weeks and yeah it's a whole whole Mm -hmm. thing well internet let me know should i get some new holes put in my face maybe so i like it we shall see if you like it go for it i know i kind of (laughs) do 
<laughs> I'm tired of looking boring. Hopefully I I purchased some things on the internet this week. Hopefully next week or the week after I will have things to show that I have got that are yarny. I purchased something that's not yarny, but it's not here yet. So I'll wait mm. to talk about it. Yes, indeed. It's a board game. It's a board game. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Like. I found out about it from knitting people though. So mm-hmm. cool. Sweet. You want to talk about our occult corner stuff for this week? Yes. So this week, we're going to be talking about spiritualism, like historically speaking, mm-hmm. which is neat because it's very occult leaning. So spiritualism is a, I would say, would you say it's a pseudo religious movement? I mean, a religious movement. I would just say it's a religious movement, right? Yeah, it's a religious movement that started around the 1840s and continued on through the early 1900s. It was most popular in America and England. And it's like, you know, whenever there's spooky Victorian stuff and they're doing seances, that's spiritualism. Like it's, well, in general, it's just the belief that spirits are real and that humans can communicate with them. And if those two things are both true, then like maybe we should listen to what the spirits have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And in popular media, it is often represented by seances and like mediums and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can also use other methods of content, like people used other things like these were like rife with fraud, but like the tappings and, um, you know, crystal balls and pendulums and Ouija boards and those sorts of things that let you uh, contact the great beyond. Sorry about that. <laughs> Buttercup says hello. Does she see ghosts? Uh, maybe. Maybe that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> ghosts of mailmen past. <laughs> I think it was the current mailman. <laughs> your, your flesh and blood mail carrier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I know both of us listened to the podcast Unobscured and season two was all about spiritualism, but I really liked how, how that podcast talked about it because I would say it was intersectional feminist. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. There was an adequate focus on um, on people of color and people who weren't fitting into the cishet monogamous role. Yeah, and there was definitely a sect of spiritualists that were very prominent that were um, very abolitionist and yes, very such active a huge in that movement as well. They weren't just like, mm-hmm. yay, abolition. They like actually did things and Mm -hmm. like hung out with fred frederick Douglass and stuff so Mm -hmm. and we're like full-on involved in the underground railroad Mm -hmm. yep yeah i thought it was frederick Douglass was not a spiritualist though he was like you guys are weird but they were like you're so cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah he was like I don't know. What I don't have time like. for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, keep up the good work with the Underground Railroad. I'm not interested in your woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, I think it's really interesting. So spiritualism did experience a surge in popularity in the Civil War. And that was because um, everyone died. So much death and loss <laughs> and many people were were not able to claim the remains of their loved ones. They were seeking ways to connect with loved ones they had lost. So I think I would say the peak of spiritualism's uh, popularity in America was during the civil war and reconstruction era, which I thought was interesting. And I think it's really, 
it's kind of got parallels now because I see, like, of course we all see we're sitting here talking in our newly formed witch podcast, like, like we see a resurgence of occult leaning things these days, a lot more people are getting into tarot. Like people are really into astrology and crystals and all that stuff. And I think in times of crisis, people seek alternate, alternate spirituality, like non-establishment spiritualities and guidance. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's what was going on then. And I think that's kind of what's going on now. Yeah. Which is fun. It is fun. So much fun. But I think it's so fascinating about how like a lot of the most famous spiritualists from the 1800s were straight up frauds, like the Fox sisters. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of sad that like, n- like certain institutions aren't inherently bad, but some things will draw people who want to take advantage of others and or any sort of organized religion is like that. Like it will draw people who are looking to take advantage. And- also lots of like, aside from the Fox sisters, lots of like fake doctoring going on. Yeah, uh, for sure. Like snake oil kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buy our ghost serum and talk to ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this serum's only got a little bit of cocaine in it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. But the thing that I learned from that podcast um, that I really liked is that Sojourner Truth was interested in spiritualism as well. Like um, in addition to her her speeches on that she would give on like abolition and women's rights, she also would preach in her travels. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she, and she uh, felt that she could could communicate with her was it her mother or her father one of her parents uh mm-hmm. spirits and that they were like with her so and if I remember right from that podcast I think she like was out in like the countryside and she felt like she communed with God and God told her to just walk away from enslavement which I think was super powerful and neat like she just walked away mm-hmm. and um that was really badass an amazing person. But um, through that podcast, I kind of fell down the rabbit hole into researching someone that was mentioned somewhat briefly in, um, in that, where are my notes? Where have they gone? But someone who was mentioned briefly in the uh, unobscured podcast is, uh, so Mary Todd's Lincoln, Mary Todd Lincoln's dressmaker was uh, a formerly enslaved woman uh, who actually was the one who introduced Sojourner Truth to Mary Todd Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln. And I started researching her and she's super interesting. So her name is Elizabeth Cackley and she was born in 1818 and lived until 1907. She bought her and her son's freedom in 1855 and started a Washington area dressmaking business. And in this podcast, she's like, oh, she's referred to as a dressmaker. But I think that kind of understates it. Like she she's had like a small business owner. Yeah, and, she had yeah. like 20 employees and she was like pretty much like I think you'd be more accurate to think of her as like a design house mm-hmm. because everybody was all interested in getting her dresses like she made dresses for um, Jefferson Davis's wife and Robert E. Lee's wife, which is just like, yikes. But because she had such famous clients, that's what led her to be Mary Todd Lincoln's official dressmaker. Nice. And um, because like both all Mary Todd Lincoln, dressmaker Elizabeth Keckley and Sojourner Truth were all strongly um, influenced by spiritualism. It's a big part of their lives. Like 
did you, I know you know, but like greater internet, did you know that Mary Todd Lincoln held several seances in the White House? Like Abraham Lincoln even attended one or two. Mary Todd Lincoln also experienced a lot of loss in her life. Lots of her children didn't make it. So she was very eager to, to, you know, seek their spirits in their afterlife, see what they were up to. Yep. Which I thought was interesting. But um, dressmaker Elizabeth Keckley actually wrote an autobiography after, um, after Lincoln's assassination. And it was titled Behind the Scenes or 30 Years a Slave and Four Years in the White House. But in addition to being a spiritualist and a uh, female business owner and entrepreneur in the Civil War era, she actually founded two organizations, the Ladies Freedmen and the Soldiers Relief Association, which was to help uh, formerly enslaved women and African-American soldiers of the Civil War, respectively. And she did that in 1862. So like, that's awesome. What an amazing person, like activist, entrepreneur and, and like a witchy lady. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. She's definitely my favorite, like historical find. A new historical role model. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We should all be so lucky. I guess her life wasn't extremely lucky, but like so inspired, I guess would be a uh, more appropriate way to say that. Mm -hmm. Did you have any more thoughts on spiritualism at large? I don't think so. Definitely, if you're interested in it, check out the Unobscured podcast. Second season is all about it. And uh, also, Stuff You Missed in History class, I know that some of their October episodes have focused on like the Fox sisters and some other random people in the spiritualism movement. So, and if you need a good laugh, like looking up the people who are exposed as frauds is pretty funny. People who just had like identical twin sisters hiding behind sheets and like, people in other rooms making mysterious tappings, like all the shenanigans that people pulled that were just fakeries were pretty funny stuff. Yeah. Neat. So I guess that is our little occult corner discussion of the spiritualism movement. Did you have any shameless self-promotion this week? Nope. Show me yarn. So I am having a big update this week and another Star Wars update. Um, it'll be on Sunday, the 14th at 9 a.m. Pacific. I will have brand new colorway ghost crew. It's self-striping. Yay! I will have this one on BFL and Matt Sock. Six stripes, one for each of the members of the ghost of the TV show Rebels. It's really cute. Um, but I will also have some of the individual colorways um, for sale. There'll be lots of crinkling as I have many bags of yarn. <laughs> I have Spectre 2 for Captain Harrison Dula. It always bugs me that she's not Spectre 1, but what can you do? It bothers me too. I, I, <laughs> I guess Kate Kanan must have come up with the codes men he made himself one but i do like that chopper specter three above i love it (laughs) so So, i mean eh, it makes sense yeah so this is a nice fun poppy green and it's got some grungy speckles and some bright green speckles and some pinky speckles i also have specter four for zeb this one turned out really good cat I have now put that joke on the internet, so hopefully more people get it. So this is a gray-toned lavender base with lots of dark purple speckles 
and some lemon, electric lemon colored spackles. Looks really cute. So if anybody's looking for matching yarn. And then I have, of course, Spectre 5. Do, 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 do. This is my favorite. I know. So I have two different dye lots of Spectre 5. Um, this one kind of turned out a little light. So this one has a gray base and lots of fun neon speckles. The other one more closely matches the self-striping and all this is marked in that Z listing. So this one is a colorway for Sabine. I think it looks really good. It makes me happy. And Lauren went on an existential journey with that yarn. (laughs) And uh, you can read about it and her struggling with self-doubt as an artist and overcoming it and making something awesome on the Patreon blog this week. Yeah. And then since everybody keeps buying it, I have a restock of This Is The Way. Space Mando colorway. Yeah. So I'll have him back on BFL and that sock as well. Get it to because celebrate Gina Carano getting fired. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Happy day. No more racists in Star Wars. Well, that's we probably w- not true. <laughs> that's probably not true. There's probably some secret racists. That's okay if they can keep their mouth shut. <laughs> All we're asking is that you not make anti-Semitic remarks in public. <laughs> the bar is so low. It's very low. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, Lauren's broken now. Yes, I have been broken. So I just keep making the Mando yarn because I keep wanting to save one for myself and it keeps selling out. So that's why I keep making it. I was just like, oh, I'll just put it in the shop. And if it doesn't sell, I'll keep one. And then it sells. And then I'm like, stinky face. <laughs> but I also did dye more um, of my Yuri on Ice colorway, Stami Vicino, which is oh, the song God. that they skate to at the end. It sold out really quick last time. So I wanted uh, like way before the self-striping. So I wanted to make sure that if anybody needed, wanted it for to match with their self-striping, that I would have it available real soon. So I've got another dozen skeins of Stami Vicino. Yay. Makes it means stay close to me. Oh, it's really, it's really sweet. Like that's like, I don't understand a ton of Italian, but like the song that they skate to at the end is, is it's a really sweet little love song. So there'll be more, more of that. Nice. Maybe. Yeah. And that is all the lovely squishable yarn I will have for you guys on Sunday, on Valentine's Day. Cause I love Star Wars. And Yuri on Ice. Animation. <laughs> Love. Woo! Shaking yarn everywhere. Yes, if you'd like to, please come buy my yarn. This will be available on Etsy, where I am Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe. Wonderful. And where can we find your things on the internet that are purchasable? You can find my things on the internet that are purchasable at Kitty with a Cupcake. Uh, on Etsy and we do have the Power of the Full Moon Club quarter two pre-order up we are going to close that out on March 1st so uh, if you want to get in on that do it before March 1st because then it's going to go away forever you can also follow me on Instagram to find out more information about all of these things as Kitty with a Cupcake and you can find both of us together at Fiber Coven everywhere yep We have a Patreon, should you wish to chit-chat in our Discord and read our blog posts and get access to exclusive goodies. You can watch the video version of the show. You can watch our office hours, which is where we talk about more businessy stuff and also rant a lot about Star Wars and other nerd things. 
Mm-hmm. And you can uh, join us on Ravelry, where there is a discussion forum about the Power of the Full Moon Club Mystery Knit Along. That's also happening in the Discord. We're all over the place. All over the place and in your face. Mm-hmm. Woo! So thanks so much for hanging out with us for another week. And until we see you again, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.